Hey guys, it's Matt here, and I got a story for you. When I was a kid, I was playing hockey, and oh man, there was this one year, this one team, we could not beat these guys. They were all over us. There were competitive games, though. They were tight, but we just could not beat them. And I remember the last game of the year, it was up against this team, and we were gearing up. We were like, we have to get these guys. When we won that last game, it was so satisfying because we finally got the victory over the team that had dummied us, that had dominated us for so long. I think this is the same thing with sexual brokenness, with sexual sin, where there's been brokenness in our lives and the enemy has come and taken ground and he's dominated us for so long, but we get to make a difference. We get to be part of a message and a a mission of freedom. It is such a cool opportunity. So I want to invite you, men and women of any age, to be part of the Action Squad. The Action Squad is something that we're putting together right now. We're looking for 100 people to be on the Action Squad. There's going to be some competitive nature to it. There's prizes. And we're going to work together to help produce a documentary that is literally going to change the world. We're featuring stories of sexual brokenness, of people who have been restored and redeemed, reconciled to God and to people in their their lives. And we're going to feature these stories in this world-class documentary that will be a resource for churches to host movie nights, for small small groups to watch together, for families to watch and be inspired by. And it's going to highlight the problem in the church, but also show the, the power of God that is at work when we bring this stuff to light. And so if you want to be part of the Action Squad and help us put this documentary together, I would love for you to go to restoredministries.ca slash Action Squad. You can watch a 10-minute video there that I put together on what it can look like for you to join us in this mission and be part of putting this documentary together. So restoredministries.ca slash Action Squad. Hope to see you there. Welcome to the Pure Victory Podcast, full of hot tips to help you win at sex, conquer porn, and find purpose in staying free forever. Here are your hosts, Matt Klein and Braden Hafner. Hey everybody, Braden Hafner here, Pure Victory Podcast, and of course, my friend, colleague, Matt Klein. Official, last names today. Yeah, that's right. Mr. Klein and Mr. Hafner. No there. longer on a first name basis. Is that a step forward or a step back? I'm not I sure. I don't know. Maybe we need just to do give nicknames. Kleiner. Kleiner across from me. And half bro. Half, half bro. bro. Right See, here. Hafner, right? Hafner. So half and then bro. And yeah. then like, but half bro, like he's kind of like in my half bro. Like he's not in blood, but he's blood That's in right. Christ. So Brother from another mother. That's right. Half bro. That's right. I, hopefully that doesn't catch on. Please don't call me half bro if you see me out in a boat. <laughs> Half, no, I'm joking. Half bro or big arms? <laughs> Either one. I'll take half bro, please. Half bro. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Anyways, what were we talking about today? Oh, yes. Losing my train of thought. This is an important one today. We're talking about support structures for marriage, for marriages in general. And you might be wondering what that means. That's a big topic. We're using the lens of if, say, porn is in your life, but there's going to be tips and some good understanding even if porn isn't in your marriage but you know we're using the lens here because that's what we talk about in this podcast primarily and that's a big question you know what kind of support do I need in my marriage if for instance there's that level of addiction in in this relationship um, that comes about from porn or maybe adultery or any other relational break that can come from that what do I need what does it look like in our marriage to move forward big question and that's what we're going to try to unpack today and we're not going to have all the answers for you here we're just going to try to give you some hope and some general understanding of where you can turn to you know kind of get some of the help that you need yeah and it's reactive to if there's porn in the marriage and it's also proactive if there's not we always want to be healthy I mean there's 
you know, there's those people that they could go to a time management course, but they don't find the time. So <laughs> there's those people that could go to money management course, but they don't have the money to pay for it. Yeah. So it's like you want to be proactive sometimes too. And just, you know, even when things are, are tight, you do what you got to do. So, yeah, I like that. I like that. You know, and then we're, you know, the reactive aspect and then the proactive. There's this kind of two good understandings here, I think, that's helpful. Hey, man, you pulled out a, a nugget there with oh, that one. There you go. There you go. Half rows on. <laughs> yeah. Bringing the compliments. That's right. But it's true. Like when your marriage is good or when life is good, sometimes you're like, oh, we don't need to grow, right? Like I saw a meme one time. Jesus is talking to a guy. He said, "What? what's up, bro? How you been? Haven't talked to you since you got your tax return. And guy's praying for money before he gets his tax return. And then all of a sudden he gets it and doesn't need to pray anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, man, life is good. Don't need help. But when our marriage is good, sometimes we're like, yeah, we're, we're rolling along. But it's mm. so good to still keep things healthy and I know even at the family life, we can get away. You guys have a lot of couples that they just go every year because they're like, why not? Yeah. Like our marriage is good, but why not keep it sharp? And so a lot of it, this is for that too. So there's, yeah, if you're dealing with porn, it's good. If you're not, that's just still good. That's a great point. Of course, about the weekend getaways. Thanks for the plug. But <laughs> what you said before that, and you know, the, the, the aspect of this is that, yeah, when things are going well, often we coast. We just assume that it'll continue that way. And we need to be proactive in our marriage to continue to grow in our marriage because a great marriage doesn't just happen. And then the other aspect is when things aren't going so well, when we've hit a snag, and that's to put it lightly, if, you, if porn has dropped a bomb in your marriage, often our first response is leave the marriage, get out. And, you know, that's because we might be in the wrong marriage or wrong relationship. And that's not true because... When we hit problems in our marriage, that doesn't mean it's the end for us. Often when we hit conflict or struggle, there's an opportunity there for us to grow and to learn through it and draw closer to one another. And I know it's hard. If you're in a situation right now where there is porn in your marriage or maybe there's been adultery in your past or currently, you don't know how you can actually live another day with this person. You just don't know. But I'm going to tell you right now, there's hope and you can get better through this. Um, and there's going to be some patterns and some certain markers that we need to indicate about that, whether this is something that you can you can actually move forward in your marriage. But we're not only going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about what kind of support and level of support we need in our marriages to move forward today. So we hope this is hopeful because often I, marriage is this island, right? Like sometimes people get married and they don't reach out. They just assume that their marriage is going to be okay without really having any support structures in place and whether trauma does come or something bad does come or not often you just feel very lonely in your marriage so we want to kind of help dispel that and, and give you hope that there you know if we have support around us we can have a great marriage and that's that's something that god i know wants for you as well no marriage is hopeless um with god at the center that's for sure so half bro or should I, so maybe <laughs> maybe you don't like that one maybe i'll, I'll go big poppy <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I call half bro on, on the phone, I always go, Hey, big poppy. And you I better be careful though. I don't know if that one, uh, there was a rapper back in the day that went by that. So you gotta be careful. I don't, we don't want to be sued here. <laughs> I wasn't like you in the rap world, but yeah. there was, a, wasn't there, wasn't David Ortiz in baseball? Was, oh, in, you're in, right. In the major leagues. Hey man, great player. Exactly. Big so yeah. Brad, Braden over here is a baseball fan. So one day I just started calling him big poppy and I have no idea why, but that might be why. Hey, so hey that's good one. Dave Ortiz. There you go. Shout out to him. All right. All right. So big poppy. <laughs> So there's different, there's different levels of, uh, or different kinds of support in marriage, right? So mm -hmm. what, uh, what different kind of, kinds of support can couples look for? Yeah. So let's start off here understanding one thing. Let's go back to that kind of 
proactive component and then the reactive component in our marriages. And I'm going to say we need support at all times in our marriage, wherever we're at in the proactive aspect and in, you know, those times where we respond to something. Um, but we don't want to be fully reactionary in our marriage. We want to move forward and have good things in place so that when the storms of life do come or a curveball comes our way, we have a better footing to deal with it. But anyways, let's start off with this understanding and lens with porn. Um, we always say at Family Life that there's kind of three components to a marriage relationship that if the, any of these three things uh, exist, you need help. You need outside help in your marriage. And they're the big three A's, we call them, three A's. So the first one is abuse, then addiction, and then adultery. If you have any one of those three things, you need as your primary support structure, some outside professional help. You need help. You can't beat this on your own. You just can't. You can try, but I just don't think you're going to be very successful at that. And that's not to be a downer, but you need outside support. And especially um, when it comes to things like abuse, I don't want to get too heavy into that one. But if there's any kind of abuse in your relationship or in your marriage, you need to remove yourself from that situation if it's ongoing. Um, it's not going to be helpful in your marriage. You can't really build a marriage if there is abuse and you need outside help to deal with that. And our prayers are with you if you're in that situation, but um, reach out to a professional counselor if that is there or reach out to a trusted individual to, to share what's going on. We, we really encourage you in that. Now the addiction thing, that's where porn comes into play here. And there's other forms of addiction as well with drug abuse or alcohol or whatever else, but we're going to kind of zero in on the porn thing today. And if there is an addiction of porn in your relationship, you need outside help. You can't beat this on your own. I know, Matt, like, we tried, hey? We tried to beat porn on our own. Oh, yeah. It doesn't work. <laughs> you need help. And I would recommend, if porn is in your marriage, we've had a lot of podcasts about, kind of about this, but, you know, a step for you, say you're the husband, you need to get outside help. You need support. You need to reach out to get a group, accountability structures in your life. You can't beat this alone. You might think you can, you can't. You need outside help. And if you're a wife where there is porn and your husband has disclosed this or disclosed this to you or you have discovered porn use by your husband, you need support too. So he needs support in being able to move towards sobriety and then freedom from the uh, the underlying issues. And you need support too. Often we hear this all the time. The husband is the one dealing with the issue, but the wives are forgotten. And it can't work in your marriage. You're dealing with trauma. You may never have understood it at a level that you have trauma based on um, your husband's porn use. But that was a very traumatic thing to hear, you know, when you understand that uh, there's this addiction existing in your marriage. And you need help. You need to talk to a professional about this. You need to go to um, a group or a support structure to help you with that. And Matt's groups, Pure Freedom Journey, there is opportunity for both husband and wives to take part in that. You need to sign up for that. There's groups right now, running right now. There's always groups running. You need to sign up. And Kelly Lamateer, she's the one that deals with wives. You need to plug into her. She's an amazing resource for you. She'll help you if you're a wife to deal with the trauma. And I, I got a report from one of our group leaders this week, last week, last week, I guess. And I don't know who the, who he is, but one of the guys in his groups, he said, he called the leader and he said, I've literally never been as happy in my marriage as I am now. And they're both the, the man and the wife, they're both getting support. The wife from Kelly and the men, obviously in one of the groups and they've just worked through things. I don't know the details. I don't even know who it is, but they've just worked through things. And it was just so cool to hear that. Like they've gone through having porn in their marriage. 
and they're at a point where they're n- they've never been so happy. Like think about that when you're at the depths of it, when you're at the depths of shame as a husband. Like oh man, I've been watching porn for 15 years, or or the wife. Like you find out that you're married to this guy who has been watching porn, or, or you knew the whole time, but he's never conquered it, right? Like that. Like think think about the depths of that, and then to get to a point where you're like, I've never been so happy mm. in my marriage, and porn isn't around anymore, and we've both been working on ourselves. I mean, that's really really cool. It is. And you know what? I'm going to be someone. I'll speak up. Porn was in my marriage with my wife and we needed outside outside help and we got it. And I'm going to tell you right now, I mean, I'm able to do this podcast because I'm journeying in the freedom of being away from that addiction and not having that in my life. And then my wife has been able to talk about this as well because she's received healing as well. And so there's hope. The reason I bring that up is there's hope for you. This doesn't have to be your end. It doesn't. It really doesn't. And uh, you, if you get help, you can move forward in this together and you make that choice together. So on that level, you need that support. You I just need- want to say, sorry, I just want to cut in here before you move on to adultery with the wives. Mm-hmm. There's the there's the wives that you're talking about where it's like, well, I've, I'm, I'm left out, like I need help too. But then there's also the wives that are like, well, what the heck? Why do I need to get help? It's his fault. It's not my fault. Right. Right. But like, I just want to encourage you wives. That's, that's, I mean, you're not the only one. If you feel that you're not the only one to feel that, but like, I mean, there's kids that get abused by their parents and the kids need help. It's not their fault it happened, but the kids need help. They need to, they need to talk to a counselor or there's things that happen to us. That's not our fault, but it is our responsibility to then do what we got to do in order to get healthy. And so even though it's not your fault at all, what your husband has done sexually, there's responsibility on you just because it's, it's a, it's a, well, you got to take care of you, but also when there's a problem in the marriage with, with either spouse, it's a marriage problem. Yeah. It's not just one or the other. It's a it two become one. So one is struggling with something. It's a marriage problem. And so both of you have to get help. Yeah. Thanks for interjecting there. Cause that's so important. And one thing we don't want to discount this. If you're a wife and you're struggling with porn, we don't want to forget that. Okay. Yeah. And that these groups are their support for you. There's women's groups as well that yeah. you can unpack that and talk through that too. Oh, so yeah, there's women getting free. It's amazing. Right. It's cool. That's right. So both ends, we, we need this because this is a problem in your marriage. It's not just an individual thing. This is in your marriage and together you make the choice as husband and wife, you're going to battle this. You're going to get this out of your marriage. You can do that with God's help and with others' help. So if those are those three things are in your marriage, those three A's, abuse, addiction, or adultery, you need professional help. And that's where these areas come into play. So that would be kind of an understanding on those areas. Now, other kind of a support we need in our marriage too. There, it's not just on those big traumatic kind of things. We need support every day. We need support structures around us at all times. And um, what does that look like? Well, you know, in our marriage, like we talked about, I alluded to this a little bit, our strength in our marriage really comes from our ability to connect with each other, our ability to grow together as a husband and wife, and to build our intimacy with each other, our connection with each other, to work on the friendship with each other, to enjoy our marriage. I mean, I just said this on something we just did on a webinar, but God didn't give you a spouse to be the grind of life. He gave you a spouse to go through the grind of life with. Marriage is meant to be enjoyed. And to do that, we have to build our friendship together, our connection and our intimacy. And to do that, you need to have some resources and help to understand how to do that. Because you know what? We come into marriage, there's no manual. You got to figure it out as you go. And often 
we, we make wrong decisions or we turn the wrong way. And sometimes, you know, it works out. Sometimes we're, you know, we're battling, we're figuring this out, but you know, there is support and help and often we don't realize that. And so some of the areas that we do need support and help, um, one of the areas is in couples that are in our corner. You know, mentoring is a great way to really strengthen and give us tools to help enrich our relationship. Because like with this things like porn, you know, when you're hemorrhaging, when you're having a big traumatic thing, like say porn or adultery, you got to plug that hole of the boat. You do, you know, but there's all these underlying stuff that maybe has been occurring in your marriage that eventually need to be dealt with. But first you got to plug the hole. Once that's plugged, you can start to deal with these, some, some of these other things, because maybe you just haven't really known how to communicate with each other. Maybe you don't really know how to love each other or show love to one another. And you got to figure that out because I mean, if you ever heard of that book, the five love languages, I highly recommend it. That's one resource that's out there to help you learn the language of how your spouse feels loved, how you feel loved. Figuring that out will go a long way. Just simple things like that. So yeah. check out that resource. Yeah, that's a great one. The Love Dare. That's another one. The Love mm-hmm. Dare is a good book. I remember Sheldon Dean early on in our podcast, one of the first ones, he yeah. talked about that and he always recommends it. He's with Family Life too. Yeah. And uh, he's the small-armed Braden Hafner of Saskatchewan <laughs> in family life. <laughs> he's the blonde Braden Hafner, yeah. yeah. And he was a ref, so we didn't really like that. He guy. was a referee, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Not not quite good enough to play and make it as a hockey player, so he had to ref. That's right. <laughs> but uh, you know, that's brutal. He's not even here. I know, he can't up. even defend himself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we have the podcast, he doesn't, so whatever. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> bad friends. Yeah. Oh man, but uh, now I totally forget what I was saying. But anyway, the love dare, the love dare is a good book. So if you're needing resources, um, so there's there's a professional help, right? There's mentorship, like get people speaking into you guys. Um, even personally, like we've had Louise and I, we've had couples speak into us, but then we also have individuals. I mean, I was just thinking the other day, I'm like, how many? What support system do I have? I think there's five guys that I've got that are like my main guys if I got if I've got trouble I can go to these people and so it's cool to have that right so personally uh it's important but as a couple it's really important too to have that and then there's just community like you know, like there's a professional help there's the mentor mentorship but also just having community having a church community having having friends like like play games uh just have people that you have fun with and and obviously you want to have deep heart connections with those people too if possible but we don't want to underestimate the importance of of uh, of fun and having hobbies and like having community and friendships as a couple and what that does to a marriage because it really offers so much strength to a marriage where where you can go out and you can enjoy each other together with other people and you can see your spouse laughing and interacting with somebody else or mm-hmm. you know telling jokes or being fun or whatever and you can do that together and you can kind of come home together it's a really fun thing so there's like the 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 more professional stuff but this is a really good support system for marriages too because you don't want to just have your own friends you want to have a couple friends and you want to do that together yeah that's so true we, we we're not called to do life alone and that's no different in our marriage like how do we learn in our marriage well often we learn from others and it doesn't mean that we share all of our garbage to everybody but there's there's people that we can walk with and journey with that will help us and have some understanding that, hey, you know, like that's normal to go through that. You know, there's nothing wrong with what you're feeling or, but let's learn together about how you can deal with that and navigate that as a couple. And that's where the mentoring aspect, but then what Matt's talking about, 
doing life with in friendship with others as well and and just journeying with others to know that you're not alone and you have a group of people that you can have fun with but you can also share with and that you can grow with and and just do life together and that's really important that's where a church family comes into play as well that's really important being part of small groups that's a great support structure to have in your marriage and then investing in your marriage this is an area that's lost often we um we just start to drift apart over time i mean you have kids you know that's really busy trying to navigate that and you know a young family but as the kids gets older you're dealing so much with their activities and and then over time you just look at each other and you realize who are you right like our lives have really been revolving around our kids and keeping them alive and keeping them healthy and happy and then you've lost that marriage component of husband and wife and so we need to invest in our marriage and have some good resources and tools and understanding how to do that I mean, one, one, I'll plug some family life stuff for sure. And there's other great stuff out there. There's so many things out there that you can do to invest in your marriage. But this one is great because it's digital. But um, Family Life has just put out um, four weeks to one this webinar series. And that's actually happening right now. But you can watch the replays. Go to familylifecanada.com and then digital resources. There's a whole bunch of stuff there that you can actually engage with from the comfort of your own home. And just learn about how to have a great marriage. There's even a thing on finance there. There's some other stuff for you in your marriage that you can learn how to um, just strengthen this relationship that God's given you and that you've entered into. So you need that support structure of learning together to learn how to communicate and build your oneness and build your relationship. This is a proactive component of a relationship. If you start to lose that over time, then you know, when you face situations, you don't have a lot to draw from. You don't have a lot to go to as far as your foundation because you've never invested in your marriage. So, you know, check those things out. Go to a weekend getaway, family life, or even in the, if you're in the U.S., family life U.S. does great weekend getaways all across the country. Um, I, I think, I don't know in Europe if they do as well, but there's, there's so many great things that you can do to invest in your marriage. And even if there's nothing local, online, there's digital resources out there that you can use to help and strengthen your marriage. The great thing too is that you can navigate this with others too. You know, your church family have probably has some stuff that you, they can help you with as far as strengthening your marriage. The the key thing is, oh, we need community, and then we need to make the choice to be proactive in supporting our marriage and having those structures in place. This is a really simple thing. I think Brett Elman said this on the podcast a month or two ago or whatever. But he said, uh, or, or I'll say it now, like investing in your marriage, even just on social media, on Instagram or facebook or whatever like follow people that have that like follow marriage ministries follow like there's one that's called stronger marriages trey morgan was on our podcast Mm -hmm. and him and his wife uh lee run that and and there's but follow like just follow marriage ministries there's christian marriage counseling pages on there like if you're on social media just follow those i mean i learn a lot to be honest from just posts that i follow because that's what i do like if there's junk pages i unfollow but if there's really great ones Mm -hmm. i follow them and i learn a lot so that's a really good one do you remember the stat uh i've heard it from family life a few times but how many couples invest in their marriages oh actually yeah um one out of five couples do anything for their marriage do anything. Is that, yeah. is that what you're talking yeah, about? Probably, and yeah. that includes reading a book, people. <laughs> like only one out of five do anything for their marriage. So, you know, break that trend. And, you know, I, I think that there's a word you should remember when it comes to your marriage, and that's ongoing. Ongoing. Remember that if you remember nothing else. To have a great marriage, you need ongoing, proactive choices every day to invest in your marriage. And that might seem daunting, like, whoa. It doesn't have to be. It's the little connections we make every day. 
you know, watch the oneness webinar that I just mentioned. You're going to learn about that. But it's spiritually connecting with God and with each other, you know, praying together, being able to worship together, read the Bible together, finding out what works for you in those areas is really key support that you need in your relationship. And um, being able to surf together, find things that you do that you both are passionate about. You're going to see your relationship just grow through that. You know, when you surf together and you, you just come to life, like I love doing things with my wife and seeing how she serves and how God uses her. It just makes me so proud as her husband. But not only that, it strengthens our marriage because we're living out of a greater purpose. And you have a greater purpose in your marriage than just making it <laughs> yeah there's a greater purpose for you yeah i remember when we went to the weekend getaway with you guys and with family life we were we came back and somebody asked us hey what did you do on the weekend and we said well we were just at a marriage conference and i remember this woman was like a, a what and she's 40 years old or whatever and married and so we explained and she's like I, i've actually never heard of that mm-hmm. and, but we're so we're like oh really like yeah it was just like a weekend of learning about different things in marriage and communication and different things and she's like oh I got to tell my husband about this. I've never heard of this. <laughs> and she was all excited. I don't know how it went, if she told him or not. But but I remember my eyes just being open, like, wow, people just don't know that there's resources out there and that you can mm-hmm. grow. And so it is really cool to know that and then to take advantage of it too. And then, Braden, you mentioned God, like just leaning on God. You know, there's that phrase, couples that pray together, stay together. Mm-hmm. I remember as a kid, I'd always crawl into bed with my grandparents in the morning and they'd be, They'd be when they're visiting, and they'd be reading the Bible, and we do mm-hmm. devotions with them, and we got pictures of that. And that was that, that was just a constant every morning thing that they would do, and it was a cool example. Louise and I don't do that every morning, but we read the Bible together, we pray together for sure, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and but even just like talking about like what's the Lord doing yeah. in your heart lately, like what's He teaching you? We'll throw those questions out, and it's cool, and we want to grow in this for sure, and we're always checking in probably every. I, I don't know, no set frequency, but we check in like, hey, are we dropping the ball in these areas together and we need to get back to this or how can we do it better? I mean, we're always trying to refine that and get better, but to to grow in the Lord together is really cool. And I mean, it doesn't even need to be that you study the Bible around a certain topic that you're trying to work on. I mean, you can, but it doesn't have to be that. It could just be, you just seek the Lord. Mm-hmm. Just seek the Lord together and just read the Bible together. Read a psalm together. Worship. That's one thing Louise and I like doing together is worshiping together. Yeah. And and it's just neat. Like it's so bonding and, and it's that support structure that spiritually binds you in a way that's that's uh, that's really powerful. Yeah, and I'm a stats guy. I like numbers. And um, as you're talking about that, I mean, usually we think that the divorce rate out there is 50% which isn't true, by the way, no. that's not true. It's actually much less than that. And um, first marriages are actually much less than that. But anyways, the reason I bring that up is because couples that actually have that spiritual component, that you know, God-centeredness in their marriage, their divorce rate actually goes much lower. It's, it's, in the, it's much less than 10% off the top of my head. I just said I'm a numbers guy and I forgot, <laughs> sorry people. But it is incredibly low. It's way less than 10%. I think it was even um, less than 5%. So couples that serve together and have this faith component in their relationship, it doesn't mean that they don't struggle and, and have challenge, but when you're actively serving together, when you're pursuing God together, and church is more than just a Sunday thing, you know, when it, your faith spills out in every aspect of your life, you know, together as a couple, you will encounter a strength in your marriage far greater than anything you could ever do, really. It is a key component to your relationship, this God-centeredness, having God the center of your marriage. And so I hope that encourages you. I mean, you just start with prayer. You know, that, that support for your marriage will be great. Praying together, 
learning how to do that together. And that might be awkward at first, but just try. I mean, just because it's a little awkward doesn't mean you should just stop, right? Like learn how to do this together. And um, it's going to give you such uh, an encouragement, great component to your relationship that you probably are missing. Yeah. And so we just want to kind of recap and we hope that this encourages you. I mean, there's different levels of support and it's just so necessary to be open to anything and to be intentional in doing this. And so if you're really at a hard, hard spot and there's abuse, addiction, adultery, I mean, you got to seek professional counsel. You got to get help. We've gone, we've done everything in our marriage. Like we've done everything. We've gone to counselors. Mm -hmm. I went to a counselor a week ago and it was funny. I walked in (laughs) to this guy's office and I don't know, I don't know him. I had heard his name, I guess, before, but I didn't know him. And, and, but he knew who I was, I guess. And mostly through my wife, I, Brad, and you'll laugh at this. He was, oh, you're Louise's husband. Like it was one of those. He didn't say that, but, <laughs> but right. early on in our marriage, just the first few years, everywhere I went in Edmonton mm-hmm. here, like, oh, you're Louise's husband. His wife is famous, <laughs> at least in Edmonton area. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he knew us through there, but he just said to me at the start, he's like, oh, this is funny for you. You're probably used to being on the other side, eh? Other side of the couch, but it was great. I mean, why not? Like if there's things that you can learn and there was no abuse addiction adultery yeah, like, like there you, wasn't that, that counseling doesn't you only don't only just go to counseling if you have those three a's counseling is great at any season of life just to help you so thanks yeah. for bringing that up yeah exactly and so i just want to throw that out there that i did it as an example like don't be ashamed by doing that like mm-hmm. I, I mean he said have you got counseling before i'm like yeah i love it i love chatting things through and learning and i've i've learned something that every time so so do that and then make sure that you that you're seeking out mentors making make sure that you seek mm-hmm. out people to mentor you individually and as a couple make sure that you have fun together that you have friends not just fun on your own but friends like have a friend group pray for that if you don't have it seek it out don't be one of those people that goes to a church and leaves because nobody said hi to you like yeah, go and say yeah. hi to people yeah. invite people over for lunch if you're if you're comfortable doing that or uh, and then just yeah make sure that you're seeking the lord together and that you have that support system spiritually because he'll just do so much more than we can even imagine mm, yeah great recap i don't have much to add to that but really we try to keep it simple for you here you know there's there's areas that we can be very proactive in and you can start there and if you have some of those big issues just understand that you need to go get that professional help and i mean there's places you can reach out to find out where those are um you can I mean, if you're in canada you can look at our uh, website familylifecanada.com to find a counselor in your area um if you're in the u.s same thing you can look up familylife.com and I, they'll be able to help you there as well but um, wherever you are there's resources i mean tie in your church if you need to find a good counselor and you know just the, the point is that make that choice this isn't going to go away on its own so on that level look for that and then the proactive component make those choices as a couple hey we want a great marriage and we understand to do that we need support around us resources people uh, mentors church family we need these things and you know what it sounds daunting all these things but it isn't you're going to miss it if you don't have it really once you have it you'll miss it and it's these are great things that you can do to strengthen your marriage and you know we just encourage you today wherever you are at there is hope for your marriage there is a tomorrow for your marriage and we've seen this why do we know this because we've seen couples at all stages here come back and be better and uh, grow together as a couple even if they're in those three big three a's all the way to they just need tweaks here and there you there's hope for you so we want hope you do we're blessed with that we encourage you today thanks for checking in guys and we will see you next week thanks for listening if you would like to hear more please visit purevictorypodcast.com to subscribe 
This podcast was made possible by the generous donations of our subscribers. If you would like to help support the cause financially, once again, please visit purevictorypodcast.com.